You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the MLB Extras Detroit Tigers podcast. I'm Anthony Kashevitz, joined as always by Jason Beck who is covering the Tigers' winter caravan. How are things on the caravan so far, Mr. Beck? Oh, well, you know, Daniel Norris has his winter beard in midwinter form. Um, We've got uh, Homer having shed his beard, and we've got a bunch of guys coming off injuries or surgeries who appear to be healthy. That's always good news. You're not coming off any surgeries, right, Beck? No, no. I've uh, I've been smart, and I stayed inside during the ice storm a couple days ago. So, so that's so good. <laughs> All right, yeah. And soon uh, headed down to Lakeland, Florida, and we're getting a, a clearer picture of who else will be down there with you in Lakeland, Florida. Since we last spoke, uh, the Tigers extended their uh, non-roster invites, but among the uh, – a group from in-house. They also added a uh, former first round pick Gordon Beckham, former division foe Gordon Beckham. And uh, also this week they claimed Caleb, Caleb Cowart off waivers from the Mariners. So some infield depth with those two guys. How do you figure they slot in? Uh, well, we haven't had a chance to talk to uh, GM Alavila yet about Cowart. Uh, I did get a chance to talk to him about Beckham at the media availability. Um, they're hoping that Beckham can come in and try to compete for a, a, a roster spot, but also potentially, you know, get at least some starts at, um, you know, at second base and give them a veteran bet there up the middle. Uh, if he, if he can do that, then they're hoping there's like a added bonus of being able to use Nico Goodrum in more of that, uh, super utility role that he did, uh, season for most of the year instead of uh, having him focus on one position. I think all things being equal, they'd like to have him in that utility uh, role, but uh, you know, we'll see. It's, you know, it, it's been a while since Beckham was an everyday player in the majors. Uh, he's, he had cups of coffee with Seattle the last couple of years. So, uh, you know, it's, we, we have to see what he's got left. He, he's still, he's not that old. He's just 32, which is, I believe it's younger than uh, Ian Kinsler was when he came over to the uh, Tigers from Texas years ago. But, you know, you know, we're talking uh, different guys, different uh, defensive skill sets and, and body frames. So, but, you know, they're upbeat. Coward, it sounds like they're having him focus on just infield. Uh, but it's, you know, they're looking for depth here and they're looking for, for uh, bats and you're looking for, competition for some infield spots so uh you know it'll be interesting to see how they work them in I, you know the mariners list them as an infielder and a pitcher but when the tigers announced the move they just listed them as an infielder so um well it never hurts to have an emergency pitcher on your roster um they they might just be looking at him as uh, as a position guy they just want those to count as position player pitching appearances if he does happen to come to the mound. They don't want it to count on the, on the pitcher. And we, we like the position player pitching counts. Um, but break down the second base situation for us, Beck, because, you know, if, if we consider Beckham a, a part of that mix, you got Dewell Lugo, Nico Goodrum, Ronnie Rodriguez, a lot of bodies there uh, vying for time at second base. Yeah, it's, you know, it's 
you don't have really a, a set everyday guy, but you have a lot of guys who could, you know, get uh, pieces of the playing time there. So it's it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Uh, you know, if Goodrum can build off the momentum, the momentum that he had going uh, over the second half of last season, he, he's got a chance to really carve out a nice role. Uh, yeah, I think he's in a really good position to get regular at-bats, whether it's just at second base or moving all over. Um, you know, he, you know he, he's a nice hitter. You know, he's got some punch in that lineup, which they need pretty badly. And, you know, he's he gives him a little bit of balance on the, uh, you know, uh, as far as, uh, you know, being a switch hitter. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, they're... You know, we, we've talked about it all offseason that as a rebuilding team, you know, they're looking for options right now. And they're not necessarily going to be household names, but they're looking for guys that, you know, they can fit in. Now, they were able to fit in Coward on the heels of uh, Gregory uh, Soto uh, being suspended at the start of the year, which opened up a four-year-man roster spot. Well, a couple guys who are household names back at Miguel Cabrera and Michael Fulmer. They were there on the caravan this week. And uh, good news with those guys is they appear to be full go for spring training. Yeah. Yeah. The, all indications are that they're all set. You know, talking with Cabrera, he said he's he's been able to uh, swing a bat since December. Uh, he feels pretty good for your normal doing it. And he expects to have no restrictions once, uh, you know, the uh, – first full squad workout takes place in spring training in mid-February, which is, I, I think, is huge news for the Tigers. Now, it remains to be seen how much they expect him to play first base and how much they expect him to DH. Uh, Miggy said he hasn't talked with Gardy or, or anybody really about that. Uh, he's willing to do whatever they think is going to make the team better. But it, he at least sounds like that he thinks he's able to play first base on a regular basis if they need him, which is huge come off the uh, the bicep surgery. And Fulmer, you know, it's it's not an arm injury, but the way his delivery has always been, you know, any sort of knee issue is going to be a concern. But you know, he went at it in, in uh, the offseason working out in Lakeland and back home in Oklahoma, and he feels like he should be good to go with his normal throwing program. Um, we're going to have to see if he changes his delivery at all to try to take some of the pressure off of his knee. Um, that's going to be potentially you know, a little bit of a spring training project with, between him and pitching coach Rick Anderson to, to maybe make some minor tweaks and, and kind of, um, I, I guess, work on the weight distribution and kind of where he explodes in his delivery physically to to get the uh, to get the ball towards the plate, but um, you know it, it's good news on his part, and it's huge news for that rotation right now, which has more than a few injury questions. Well, yeah, speaking of the rotation, so you have a piece or you're, you're part of a piece on MLB.com this week on what every team's rotation would look like if opening day were today. What is that Tigers group looking like for opening day? Uh, well, it, it looks pretty similar to last year, except you have to sub out a couple names. Instead of Mike Fires and uh, Francisco Liriano, you've got Tyson Ross and Matt Moore. Um, you know, two guys who are 
having similar attempts at bounce backs, but you know the Tigers feel like they have some upside in Tyson Ross. That you know that he showed last season that uh, he could stay healthy, and now it's more about instead of just you know foc- focusing on health, now he wants to focus on his pitching. I had a good conversation with him at the uh, at the Caravan Media session. And he feels like, you know, that he proved that he could stay healthy last year. And now it's about working on his pitching and being able to build off that momentum and be able to show that he can get back to the form he had a few years ago when he was a pretty uh, he was a pretty useful starting pitcher. And we mentioned earlier, you know, the non-roster invites and Casey Mize, number one pick from last year's draft, is among those invites. We're not expecting him to compete uh, for a job in the opening day rotation, but will be good exposure for him at, at the big league camp. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of similar to what they did with Alex Fiedo, their first round pick from 2017 last spring, where you know now granted that was part of Fiedo's deal when he signed was that he would get an invite to uh, to camp. I don't know if this was part of the negotiations with Mize. I'm sure it was discussed. But I think what they want to do here is get him into big league camp, get him to a chance to to work with Rick Anderson and the other coaches, and I think most importantly, get him a chance to to work alongside some of the veteran pitchers in camp and see how they go about their daily routines and being part of a five day rotation, and to see how they prepare going into a season to to deliver those types of innings. I think they want him to be able to absorb some of that, you know, info and take that into his first full pro season. And really, I mean, realistically, it's his first real work in rotation coming up because while he had a few starts last year in A-ball, it really wasn't much. It was it was basically three or four innings to start. They had him on a pretty strict pitch count, and it was just to to get his feet wet and to give him a few winnings to go into the off season with. They, they weren't going to stress his arm at all, but they didn't want him sitting all summer like they did with Fiedo the year before. So, you know, this, this really is his ramp up point and they want him to, to uh, get some pointers from coaches and veteran players uh, going into it. So, Beck, uh, the Tigers are one of a few teams rumored to be giving a look at Adrian Gonzalez. Why would that be? What is he, what is the appeal there to the Tigers at this point in his career? Uh, well, yeah, there, there's a couple of facets there. First of all, you know, the Tigers front office knows him very well. You know, Al Avila was the scouting director with the Marlins when they took him with the first overall pick in the draft back in, uh, was it, I believe it was 2000 or 2001. Um, you know, they followed his development. Um, you know, they know the character, they know the guy, they know the leadership potential. Plus, this is a team that over the years, you know, especially as, as uh, Miggy's gotten older, they've tried to make sure that they have some injury protection at first base um, in the minor leagues or wherever in case of injury. I don't know if I'd be surprised if Gonzalez ends up being one of those type signings. But if Cabrera has some issues in spring training or if somebody else, I I think he's, you know, Gonzalez's guy that they could have on standby to to sign a deal and they could bring in and ramp him up real quick uh, in case they need a bat in there. All right, there's the latest from Jason Beck. He's going to continue on with the Tigers caravan. Beck, thanks for doing this. 
Sounds good. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.